Episode 36, How to Start a Microgreens Business. You're listening to the Microgreens Entrepreneur Podcast, where the aim is to help you start, grow and improve any microgreens business. I'm your host, Brian Faulkner, owner of a microgreens business that I operate out of my own home. Stay tuned and welcome along. Hello and welcome to the Microgreens Entrepreneur Podcast. Brian Faulkner here. I hope you're keeping well there where you are and things are going good. It looks like we might be going back into a lockdown again here in Ireland this week, but hopefully not. And hopefully this whole situation improves that we're going through. But let's take some time out from that and let's look at how to start a microgreens business. I'm going to go through all of the steps you need to take to get your microgreens business started. And by the end of the episode, you'll have a better idea of how to do this. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by trueleafmarket.com. Trueleaf Market stocks a vast array of really high quality and well-priced microgreen seeds and equipment. And since starting this podcast, I've been able to create a close relationship with the guys there. And I'm completely confident in recommending their microgreen seeds and equipment. They've also been generous enough to create a special offer of a 5% discount for all of the listeners of the Microgreens Entrepreneur Podcast. And all you have to do to avail of that is type in the code MGE5 at the checkout. The code again is MGE5. Okay, so one more thing just before we get started. I want to let you know that I've just launched an online course with the aim of helping people get a microgreens business set up as quickly and as hassle-free as possible. And what it is, is it's years of knowledge and resources that I've gained and made condensed into hours. And it's laid out in a step-by-step process and delivered through video lessons. If that's something that you're interested in, you can get the full information on the course at microgreensentrepreneur.com forward slash online course and there'll be a link for this in the show notes too all right so how to start a microgreens business well first things first market research there is no point in starting a microgreens business unless you're actually going to be able to sell your microgreens so you need to make sure of this before starting out the first thing to do would be check for outlets to sell your microgreens in so you're looking for bars restaurants grocery stores and farmers markets and hopefully have some of these close by to you Then find out if there's already microgreens growers supplying those outlets. Check your grocery stores and your farmers markets. Call into a couple of restaurants and see if they have a supplier and let them know what you're planning on doing. I didn't do this part with the restaurants when I was starting out because I thought it might ruin my chances of selling to them when I actually had a product to sell. But now that I've gained more confidence and experience and... Yeah, I've got more experience in dealing with restaurant people. I know that to do this would be very acceptable. So it is something that if I could go back in time, I would do before I ever started. So then what happens if the restaurant already has a supplier or there's already someone doing the farmer's market or there's already someone stocking the grocery stores? Are your chances gone? Well, I would be thinking no. So if you listen to last week's episode with the two girls, Rachel and Emily, they had two growers to compete with when they first started out. And I also had two growers to compete with when I started, but we've all managed to make successful businesses. So it is still possible to start a business if there is competition there. Then what do you do if you don't have any of these outlets around you? Well, there's lots and lots of growers now marketing microgreens directly to consumers through a home delivery service. So really, as long as you're not in a really remote location or you're in an area that's very saturated with growers, you should have a market to sell microgreens. Then after you've established you have a market, you need to make a plan and decide which avenue or avenues that you're going to try to sell to. 
The best thing to do then is to make a goal. So I spoke back in episode 28 that it's important to have a goal of what you want to achieve with your microgreens business. Whether that's to make an extra couple of hundred dollars a week from it part time or if you want your business to become a $100,000 a year plus business. Either is totally fine but make a clear goal of what you want to achieve. Write it out, look at it and read it every day and it'll be a lot more likely that you'll achieve that goal then. Then the next thing to decide is what type of a grower you're going to be and space available to you could determine this. And what I really mean here is what microgreens are you going to grow? So back in episode 22 I talked about the most profitable microgreens to grow and they are pea shoots, radish and sunflower. So I would start there. Herbs like cilantro and basil or other ones like beets and scallion, they're harder to grow, they take longer to grow and they don't have a great yield. They look and taste beautiful but starting out growing them won't help your business, especially if you have a small space. So start with pea, radish or sunflower or some of the brassica family either, they're good too. So broccoli, red cabbage, pak choy, kohlrabi, all of these can be planted and harvested in roughly a 10 day period and they all have a good yield as well. So now you've got your market research done, you've decided where you're going to sell your microgreens and you've made a goal and decided on what microgreens you're going to grow and sell. The next thing you need to do is decide where you're going to do it. So where are you going to set up your grow room? And if you take a listen back to episode 32, I go into this in more detail and that will help you decide this. But really a microgreens business, it can be started in a small space So in your home in a spare bedroom, mine is in an 8x8 foot spare bedroom or you could pick a converted garage, a basement, a shed or if you have the resources go all out and rent somewhere like the two girls that were on last week. So a microgreens business can be started in a really small area but the bigger the area you can use the better. Then after you figure out where you're going to start your microgreens business you're going to need some equipment to get growing. If you go all the way back to episode 8 I go over in detail the equipment needed for starting a microgreens business. But the basic equipment and supplies that you're going to need to get started are seeds, soil, some trays, a shelving unit, some full spectrum 6500 Kelvin grow lights, a fan and then there's some other little bits and pieces that you'll need but you'll most likely have all of them already in your house. After you've got all your supplies and equipment set up then it's time to start growing some microgreens. If you want more detail about the whole process of growing microgreens, take a listen back to episode 4 and I go through this in more detail. But you're going to want to do some test grows first when you first start. And when you're doing this, make sure that you keep records of all your grows. Because this way then you can see what went right and what went wrong and you can learn that way. Keeping records like this is also going to help you to know how long your varieties take to grow. And then by having that information, you're going to be able to plan so that all your microgreens are ready on the same harvest day. So let's say that you document that your radishes take a week to grow and your peas take 11 days to grow. You'll know that you have to plant your peas 11 days before harvest day and you'll know that you'll have to plant your radish 7 days before harvest day. So keeping records like that and having that information will help you plan for that. One of the features that's included in my online course is a growing matrix that gives you the length of time that each variety takes to grow. It tells you everything you need to do on each day, so blackout time, weight, seed density, expected yield, that's all there. And then another feature that's there is also a really well laid out growing journal. 
And this makes it easy for you to document each trade that you grow so you can learn and keep those records. But just to finish up on growing microgreens, I'm not going to go into it in too much detail in this episode, but it's a simple process and it shouldn't be overcomplicated. There's so much information out there about fertilizers, pH balancing, all sorts of stuff like this. The majority of microgreens are only growing for 10 days, so they don't really need any of this stuff. So the actual process of growing microgreens is pretty simple and it should be kept pretty simple. So then when you've done your sample grows and you're comfortable that you're going to be able to have your microgreens ready on the same day each week, it's time to start selling them. So reaching out to farmers market organisers or grocery store owners or managers, that's actually something you can probably do in your setup phase to get an idea of what's going to be involved in getting in there. A farmer's market is a great way to start selling your microgreens because it's a way to get your name out there. It's a good base because when you're there you can also tell your customers at the market the grocery stores that you're stocked in if you're stocked in grocery stores and you can let your customers know about your home delivery service and try and get them into that if that's a service that you're going to provide as well. One thing I probably should have mentioned closer to the start of the episode is this. So when you're in the process of getting set up, make a business Instagram page and document your journey of getting set up. Put out some pictures of test batches of microgreens you grow with some information. Use some hashtags that are local to you. And that Instagram page will be a good way of reaching out to customers in the future. It's very good for reaching out to potential restaurants that you could serve. So reaching out to restaurants on Instagram and trying to organise a meeting with a chef to give them samples. That's a good way of trying to get a restaurant's business. Calling into the restaurant with your samples unannounced, that also works too. But just don't do it when the restaurant is busy because chefs won't like that and they probably won't give you the time of day to meet them. Reaching out to restaurants and trying to sell your microgreens there, that's a good way of trying to get that first sale. The first sale that I ever made was in a restaurant that's local to me here and I was so nervous when I was going in to talk to the chef. I had thought about going into this restaurant and trying to sell there for a really long time. Pretty much the whole time that I was doing sample grows and preparing. So I had built it up in my head to be a big deal. And when I got to the restaurant I pretty much forgot everything I had planned on saying. But I managed to get enough words out and get by and the chef there he tried the samples and he actually loved them and he made an order on the spot so that was a great feeling it was kind of like winning a football match or something like that so it was an adrenaline rush and it was worth all of the effort of starting a microgreens business just for that feeling alone if you want to take a listen back to episode 34 it goes a lot more into selling microgreens but the main thing to remember when you're selling your microgreens is to speak about how they're going to benefit the person that you're speaking with So for example, if you tell someone at the farmer's market that your broccoli microgreens have up to 100 times more sulforaphane in them than regular broccoli, yeah, that sounds good, but you could also expand on that and say that sulforaphane has proven anti-cancer fighting properties and that because of this, broccoli microgreens, they're actually going to help you lead a healthier life and a longer life. So I think that's a pretty good reason to buy them. So always speak about the benefits of the product when you're selling something. That being said, I have something to offer at the moment and it's the online course that I mentioned at the start of the episode. It comes with step-by-step video lessons. Every step of the process of starting a microgreens business is covered there in detail. There's the growing matrix I mentioned, a stock tracking spreadsheet, ready-to-print labels and loads more stuff there. But what's the benefit of all of this? 
it's time saved and convenience. So if starting a microgreens business is something that you want to do, this course is going to save you countless days and hours of research, trial and error, making unnecessary mistakes. And it'll save you the time it takes to make all these resources yourself that are included with it. They're already made there for you and they're ready to go. It really is all the information and the resources you need to start a microgreens business all in one convenient place. So if that is something that you're interested in, head on over to microgreensentrepreneur.com forward slash online course. Thanks for allowing me to get a little plug in for the course there. So that is the framework on how to start a microgreens business. When you do start making sales, if you find one avenue is working better for you and you're selling more through it, it can be a good idea to hyper-focus on that one particular avenue that's going well for you. Then it's just a case of rinse and repeat, keep your harvest and your delivery day consistent so your business is run like a system. So then when you need to scale up, all you need to do is buy more equipment and keep the same processes going. So that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I hope you got that little bit of extra information or motivation that you might have needed to start a microgreens business. Again, if this is something that you want to go deeper on, check out microgreensentrepreneur.com forward slash online course. Have a great week there and I'll catch you next Monday. Take care.